would be a really fun idea that I bet no one's suggested to you before. You should do an episode of Fact Feed where you're behind the camera and Lucas, Nisha or Brad is in front of the camera. <laughs> and just, I responded like, just with a picture of the name of the channel, Fact Fiend, with Cal Smallwood. It's like, geez, it was just a suggestion, dude. No need to be a dick about it. It's like, okay. It's, it's just... my idea and my channel, but sure. Okay. I also just, like, I don't get how much more clear you could be that you don't want suggestions. Like, it's wild to me that people keep still trying. Uh, it's because, Lucas, have you ever, are you familiar with a concept called, like, I am the main character? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, every now and then I go on that Reddit, that subreddit. My, oh, that's what I was going to write, main character syndrome. So, Lucas, yeah. this is episode 104? 105. 105 of the podcast, and it's the last podcast I'll be recording while I'm 30 years old. We had that one week together, Carl. We did, yeah. We had one week where we were 30 years old, and it's like, we had not spent none of that time together, except for the one day, which I guess we can get to in a bit, but yes, by the time this video goes out, this video, this uh, podcast goes out, I'll be 31 years old, gentle listeners, and uh, that's probably why I'm starting, I'm thinking that's why we started with me complaining, and I'm like... I always complain anyway, but I'm guessing now I'm an older man, it's more acceptable. <laughs> you get to a certain age where you're allowed to complain about minor annoyances because you just don't understand them. I like the idea, though, that you've just been there holding back. Like, I, I need to wait till I'm old enough to say that I'm just, I'm an old grouchy man. I've always, you not? Been, you, like, I've always been old. He's not old. It's not, it's not anymore. But, like, uh, I think we talked on the podcast last time we recorded one, didn't it? Like, you look at people who were 30 years old, mm -hmm. like, 20, 30 years ago, and they look about 80. They look ancient. <laughs> the thing is, as well, let's just bear in mind that most people, without really thinking about it, had kids. Yes. Uh, we like, were actually just talking about that before we started the podcast, we were, didn't we? Yeah. Like, ne neither myself nor you want children. And every time we mention that fact, it's like, everyone's like, but you might change your mind. It's like, well, everyone I know who's, like, got kids, like, they seem happy, but it's not a happiness I want. Haggard might be the word. No, that's so, like, you know, it's a close friend of ours who's got a kid and he's, like, really happy, but that's not a life I want. That's fair. Like, I, I know a bit of a mix of, like, some of my friends, you can tell, are, like, really happy they had kids and others are like, I love my kid, but... But, yeah. And I actually experienced that this weekend because a friend of mine turned 31 as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, he had a um, brunch booked. It was a bottomless brunch. And I was, I'm taking, I'd taken um, January off from drinking. Oh, right. So I, was yeah. doing, like, I was doing dry January. And um, I went there. And it's like bottomless brunch. And I was like, I want to get a lot of, I'll get a lot of food. Mm -hmm. No, you get one piece of food, but bottomless drinks. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, that's what I was annoyed about that. But, you know, I'm there for a friend's birthday. I'm yeah, of course, of course, yeah. But when they said, like, I was like, oh, can I just keep ordering portions of fries? Like, you have to pay for all your fries, I'm afraid. You only get one meal and it's bottomless drinks, which I guess if I'd have been drinking would have been a good deal. But because yeah. I wasn't, I was just having, like, um, uh, just glasses of Coke and coffee. But um, <laughs> every single person there, there's eight people there, and me and the friend that I was going to see then uh, don't have kids. The other six people there all had kids. Mm -hmm. And you can tell they had kids because of how fast they were putting away them free cocktails. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you can tell this is the only day off they've had from children mm -hmm. in like three months. And they're like hammering them down. It's like half ten in the morning and the three cocktails deep. 
I mean, fair enough, yeah. yeah when you've got a chance, you've got to take it. You've got to do it, haven't you? It's like, well, oh. I saw that, but it's, uh, I completely lost my train of thought. Like, oh, yeah, I'm getting old. I'm getting old. <laughs> like, the, grave is, the grave's creeping up on me. I, I enjoy the fact that the way of signifying that you're old was just, shit, I forgot what I'm talking about. Uh, I always forget what I'm talking about. There's always no, a... Yeah, I'm always the same as, like, people always say, you know, oh, you're going to... Um, you're going to start losing your memory. It's like, oh my God, because I haven't got one already. Yeah. Well, that's the thing as well, isn't it? Like anyone who's listened to one of these podcasts before knows that we never stick to one topic for very long anyway. <laughs> uh, but my um, thinking about it is I'm getting older now. Um, is there anything I'm looking forward to? It's like, well, actually, no, because you had the last big age. You were 30. 31, that's not a big age. No one cares when you turn 31. <laughs> is No one gives a fuck. It's a weight, isn't it? You've got to... Do that whole 10 years now. And that's the thing that I'm not sure exactly as well. Um, how my age correlates to the average age of other content creators. Because that's one of the things about content creators where they all have to pretend to be young because their audience is primarily children. Mm-hmm. So you have people like Logan Paul who's like, do you know what, we can do, do this be a fun game right now. Let's find out how many some of these people are. So let's go Logan Paul. How many they are. Age. Uh, how how old he is? Uh, he's actually fucking Logan Paul's twenty six. Is he? He looks about thirty five. Yeah, maybe it's because he's just he, he does so much drugs. Hmm. Because I think whenever I think Logan Paul, I think of him like you know completely pilled off his tits. <laughs> maybe that's why I think he's older than I am because he looks older than I am because he's just haggard, and his brother's a year younger than him. I don't remember which, ones, which but both of them don't look young. Yeah, I was thinking that those going to be good things. So they're all going to be in the thirties, and the first one I thought of is like twenty six. It's like God, he looks so old. It's all I know because you know you can balance that out by saying that Joe Rogan's on platforms. I guess so. Yeah, because like he's but he's not trying to pretend to be young. Like who's the one ninja? Let's find out. I wonder how old ninja is. I reckon like what a couple of years older than us, maybe. He's thirty. Okay, so like our age, yeah. He's our age. Like he looks older than I am. So he's maybe Joe. You know that might be just having the stress that he must deal with. Yeah, that's the thing. Is those kind of levels of, you know, the top top names that people would know, even if they don't watch YouTube. Mm-hmm. I think they must just get harassed so much that it must be like it must be haggering. And I don't. You know, I don't particularly like those people that we've just mentioned, but at mm. the same time, it still must be really stressful. It must be immensely um, uh, stressful to do what they do. Mm-hmm. It's like whenever I think of Ninja, I think like, because um, he's got like the coloured hair and the headband, it's uh, trying to look younger than he is. Because like, I think if I did that, it would look really cringy. And it looks really cringy when he does it, because now I know he's like around my age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll imagine like being 30 and dying your hair, God. Well, that's the thing. You've dyed your hair for years. But like, he clearly does yes. it to try and appeal to a younger audience. Like, the one that's here, though, is people also search for. Mr. Beast is 23. Like, that guy, oh. why does he even do anything? Wow. He, he, well, I think he was one of the early like um, uh, Bitcoin billionaires. Wow. Like, that's insane, the amount of success he has that early on. Mm-hmm. Because even a few years ago, I was like, oh, yeah, Mr. Beast is like, or maybe a couple of years ago, I was like, he's the one that, you know, basically earns money by giving money away. 
because obviously like a lot of his uh, videos are just we did something ridiculous here like somebody who watches this video is going to get ten thousand dollars but yeah I wanna they say then make rich. twenty thousand dollars off the video and the sponsors and all that yeah, I want to say he was rich before he did that. So he was like, I said, a Bitcoin billionaire or something like that. But yeah, that completely went out the window there. I was going to talk. I guess it's just the fo- the people that I follow on social media and um, well, um, in the world that, of that's the thing is you talk about specific people there that are just off the top of your head, like big, big name people. Like, for example, I don't know, like PewDiePie again, I, I assume he's older than us, but like Mr. Beast, I knew was a bit younger, but I assume that. Um, you check PewDiePie. Do you know what I bet it is? It's, it's because he's just been famous for that long. Yeah, but a lot of them will have started out when they're teenagers doing this kind of stuff. Whereas I started doing it when I was like 25. Maybe that's why I think it is, because like they've been famous for a decade, and I've been doing it for like six years. Yeah, what? and to me, it's a, it's one of those things, though, if you bring up those names, but then, for example, I follow um, a lot of people from like the gaming industry and stuff, and a lot of mm-hmm. the people that you see there are... You know, I would say that mid-20s is young, but you see loads of people in their, like, 30s, 40s, 50s still talking about video games. They've been doing it for 20 years. I guess so. Maybe it's just playing video games ages you horribly. <laughs> it maybe is that, because I looked at, like, PewDiePie's 32 and so is Markiplier. And they both look their age, but I can't get over Logan Paul being younger than I am. Because he look, it's just the drugs, I guess. Yeah, And that's maybe. not, like... A room thing like he very famously did nothing but drugs throughout the entire pandemic and kept getting like the police called to his mm-hmm. house. Yeah, I, uh, I just I don't know what it is, but yeah, I don't th- I don't necessarily think all content creators are super young, but then I also think there's a massive um, block of younger creators that we've probably never heard of that are rising oh, up abs- through. Twitch and TikTok and stuff that are like completely so off our radar because we're not Gen Z. Well, I have that right now because one of the things that was suggested when I was looking up like Ninja is here's a list of the most followed TikTok accounts. And Lucas, do you use TikTok? Oh, technically, yes. I'm not the type of person that actually searches out the TikTok app and clicks on it. I will just, if someone sends me a funny TikTok, I'll use it. Yeah, and here's the thing as well, where I have two TikToks. One of them is me opening bottles of beer, which follows no one because I don't use it. And the other mm. one is the brand account run by my girlfriend, who's younger than I am. I know this is, like she's 26, I want to yeah, say. Yeah. I always forget how old she is because she gets annoyed when I say it out loud. <laughs> I like how you like, I think, I think she is. It's because her birthday was only like a month ago and I can't remember if she turned 26 or she was 26 when her birthday was. And she'll be mad if I say this. <laughs> I forget everything. I'm old now. I can get away with it. What I was thinking is, like, if I'm going to go through the list of the top 10 most followed accounts and see if you recognize anyone's name. Okay. Keep in mind, um, these people have hundreds of millions of followers Mm -hmm. between them. And the top one has 135 million followers on their own. Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, these are the big, and, like, TikTok is the new hotness. So, Mm -hmm. number one, Charlie D'Amelio. No. And number two, Cabane Lame. Um, uh, I hope I'm not pronouncing these names wrong. Uh, number three, Bella Porsche. No. Number four, Addison Ray. Uh, I'm familiar with the name, but I wouldn't know who that person is. Uh, number five, Zach King. No. Number six, Will Smith. 
As in the Will Smith? The Will Smith. Okay, I'm familiar with that person, yes. So you need to get down to number six to get an actual established celebrity. And I don't like these these people are celebrities in their own right, but one that's like a legacy celebrity, I suppose. And he is. Someone that's not just TikTok famous, somebody that is renowned throughout multiple different things, yeah. Yeah, and he has half as many followers as the number one, Charlie D'Amelio. So in like specifically, um, in specific regards to TikTok, he's half as famous as she is, and you've never heard of her. Nope. But again, like that's not my platform. But yeah, yeah, that's the thing, and this, I think it's an interesting concept. Like you mentioned there, there's plenty, of, there's probably loads of people out there that are really famous we've never heard of, and I mm-hmm. think this is a perfect example of that. Number yeah. seven, TikTok, the platform itself. Okay. Yeah. So there's people on the platform who have more followers than the platform. Okay, now. One of them is Will Smith. And we have um, Kimberly Lausia. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Nope. Uh, number nine, Dixie D'Amelio, which is the sister who is the sister of the number one followed person. Oh that's got to suck, hasn't it? Either it's got to suck, or that's some nepotism going on right there. Like, you know that, have you ever seen that great story? And great is in the sense that they put it out there as like a fun. Um, relatable story for everybody, and it was like um, the Kardashians. I think like the wh- who's the lesser Kardashian? Is it Chloe? Uh, there's Chloe, Kim, and someone else. Is there? Either way, like the wh- whichever one is the worst one um, was telling us something. Yeah, I get made fun of because I'm not a billionaire. And it's like, oh, it's so relatable, this sisterly drama. Yeah, it I'm is not a so billion- annoying because I'm only a multi-multi-millionaire and my sister's a billionaire. Yeah, and they make fun of me for it all the time. Man, imagine that being the barrier for entry. It's like, we're going to make fun of you because you're not a billionaire. Yeah. Not even a millionaire. Like, no, Jesus Not Christ. a billionaire. Do you remember when you were, like, younger? And it's like, man, imagine being a millionaire. And now these people are getting laughed out the room because they're not billionaires. Anyway, Carl, we've got number 10. Uh, number 10. Uh, yeah, number 10 is uh, Burak Ozdemir from Turkey. Uh, no. So I've heard of... Half heard of one person and the other two are the platform itself and Will fucking Smith. Yeah. And that's just like... That's a good highlight. Of like, you know what? We're at an age now where we've, we've been aged out of this. And I don't feel bad about that. No, not really. Um, the next I, generation needs their celebrities too. I have, we had ours, they'll have theirs. Yeah, and it's one of those, as a content creator, I wish I could spread myself a bit more across all things and I realise that I'm making a mistake mm-hmm. in not putting more effort towards TikTok. Yes. Uh, it's something I want to improve myself with, but obviously it's just difficult uh, having to try and manage everything all by yourself. It's for, that's why I got my girlfriend into run the Fact Fiend account, which mm-hmm. as of yesterday is monetized. The, uh, the Fact Fiend official TikTok account. Hell yeah. um, and to get monetized, you need 10,000 followers and at least 100,000 views within the last 30 days. And we've made 45p. <laughs> 45p. Which is presumably why you need like 135 million followers on the platform to start making some serious bank. Yeah, exactly. But then when you're in the top 10 on TikTok, I'm sure you're getting a bunch of brand deals and free shit anyway. Like, when you've got that, you will get paid. Like, Kim Kardashian and all the Kardashians, they get paid like a million dollars to mention a product on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine it's a similar deal for people on TikTok. But I just thought that'd be an interesting thing to talk about. Is there anyone here that we actually recognize and we're like, nope. 
Yeah, and that's the thing is, I I don't want to be the like old man yelling at cloud kind of scenario of like, well, you know, these young people don't know what they're on about. It's like, no, we don't know what they're on about. And just like, you know, people older than us, it's like, if you want to try and stay relevant in that area, you've got to try and make the effort to figure that shit out. But yeah, it's not particularly a bad thing. I just thought it'd be an interesting thing to show. It's interesting, we are yeah. old men and we've a- we have aged out of this um, uh, era. But right. it's also quite funny because, you know, I don't think all of it's down to age. I didn't know who was like popular and trendy when I was 18. Like I was never the type of person that was keeping up with, mm-hmm. you know, celebrities and knowing who the popular people coming up. Like, you know, it took me years to know who the fucking Kardashians were. So it's not yeah. as if it's solely an age problem. I'm just very insular in my interests. Yeah, that's fair enough. And I think most people are, but... um I've now got up the list of most subscribed to um, uh, YouTube channels. And I presume, like, is it still just T-Series and PewDiePie at the top? T-Series. Right, that's the thing. I'm going to go through. I'm going to ignore the people who are actual people. I'm going to go through the businesses. Oh, right. Let's see how many of these businesses you actually recognize. Mm Mm-hmm. Does that sound good? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first one, T-Series. What does T-Series do? Uh, isn't it like uh, isn't it something to do with like Bollywood videos or something? Yeah, music. Yeah, like music videos, but it's like specifically, like, is it specifically Bollywood ones? I'm not. I'm not. It's too a, an Indian music platform. Right. So okay. Yeah. I guess that would be like you know included in it. And then number two, um, uh, like nipping at the heels of T series with 128 million subscribers, Coco Melon Nursery Rhymes. Can't remember the name there. What do you think they do? I'm presuming it's a nursery rhymes. Uh, yes, um, children's music and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, children's music and entertainment and educational content. Then we have Set India. No idea for that one. Uh, Sony. It's a subsidiary of Sony. Um, in oh. India. Then PewDiePie is number four. So we can skip past him to the Kids Diana Show. As you know, this is um, a business because this is, I've read a thing here, a Ukrainian YouTube channel featuring a girl named Diana. She runs several YouTube channels that focus on the playtime adventures of her and her brother. So, like, is she a real person or is this like an, like a, a show? Is it a real person? I mean, I couldn't tell you. Oh, I think it's, yeah, I think it's a real person. So it's like, you know, that Ryan's toys thing where it's like a child who's been coerced into making YouTube content. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, WWE at number eight. What do, think, what do they do? They uh, they protect wild animals, right? Uh, that's the WWF. <laughs> uh, the WWE suplex the wild animals. They do, yeah. The, following them, Z Music Company. I guess that's just a music video channel. Uh, yes. And then we have, after that, Five Minute Crafts. Yeah, I'm aware of them. So like, they're the people that do like DIY stuff. But the thing is, well... It's really depressing when you look at this. It's like, what are the most subscribed to things that aren't like an individual? It is music, yeah, wrestling, and then those shitty five-minute craft things. And those five-minute crafts, it's either it will take you five minutes and it'll be awful, or it's going to take you half an hour and they make it look like it's a five-minute job. Yeah, and then at number 12, we have the first um, uh, musical group. So not a company that makes music, a musical group, which I think is pretty impressive in of itself. 
I, where there's yeah. entire record labels that don't have as many followers as these people, and that is Blackpink, uh, the Korean uh, Merc girl group. Ah, uh, okay. And then following them, Justin Bieber. And that's the thing, like, one musician has as many followers, if not more, than some entire brands. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm not, like, singling out, like, um, uh, PewDiePie for this is because that was a concerted effort to push him further up. That was a lot of other big YouTube channels telling people of their audience to go subscribe to PewDiePie to push him up above T-Series. Yeah, yeah, which feels like it's impossible to gauge his actual true reach or what he would have gotten to through his own effort. Yeah, how many to... millions of people subscribe because other people told them to and they don't watch PewDiePie. Yeah, and he was, you know, he's very successful in his own right. I don't think anyone needs to say that, but it's that thing of like, it's, it's kind of an outlier. Nowadays, yeah, and as you say, he, you know, he was super popular by his own methods and he got to the top on his own but then after that you don't know how much of an artificial push he got from that whole you know competition yeah. uh like one of one starts down like um, uh, movie clips aka yeah. uh, the nightmare um uh, person to work with when you make content on youtube because i'm not sure about you Lucas, but every time i need to get a clip for a video it's like fucking movie clips it has a big fucking logo in the corner yeah i'm gonna download clips from other people's content slap my giant logo on it re-upload it and monetize it and then yep. have a go at other people for using it it's like it's such a ball like to deal with when you're trying to find hd quality clips without someone else's logo just slapped on top yeah, and it's worth pointing out that it is owned by Fandango Media. So it's um, a massive, um, a huge, big company that's part of the Time Warner Group. Right. So that's how they get the, the rights to those things, no doubt. But when they, put, like you said, they wear a massive fucking logo over it. Mm-hmm. It's super annoying. It really is, especially when we're trying to use a 5-10 second clip for a Fat Fiend video. Like, oh, I got a story about that that happened to me the other day. Oh, really? This, this is a real thing that happened where um, every... Uh, this is a... Well, you know what? We, I, you know, I'm tired of talking about other YouTubers now. It's making me depressed. <laughs> this, this is what, the thing that's making me depressed is going through it, and almost every single one is a brand. Yeah, yeah. And I include all the people in that because these people are brands now. <laughs> when you get to you, that level, you become a brand because you're not an individual creator anymore. You're a big team under the guise of this one person. Yeah, but um, a thing that happens a lot, like, as we mentioned, when we get clips for videos, is that they will often get copyright struck. And that's really annoying, because when, vi- when a clip gets copyright struck, um, do you want to explain the process of how you go about just trying to get that removed? Yeah, so what is? will come up is just, you've had a copyright strike on a video, um, that means that like the money that you earn on this video will go towards the person who's put the copyright claim in, unless... Mm-hmm. You either remove the problematic part of the video, or you contest the copyright strike. And here's the thing as well, because when this can happen at any point. Yeah, there's been flat theme videos that have been claimed on like a year or two after being uploaded. Three years later, because that's what happened to me yesterday, Lucas. Um, And this is one of the things as well, when this happens, YouTube doesn't tell you. It has it on like the YouTube, you don't get an email. You don't get like a little bump every time you log in saying you need to sort this out right now. Um, it's just a thing of like the company that owns the content or claims to own the content in some cases says this is ours. YouTube immediately sides with them and every penny that video earns from that point on goes to them. It's mm-hmm. not held in escrow. It's not, you aren't given any um, uh, warning about this. It's just that company now gets all the money that video makes until 
you file a counterclaim. And that counterclaim is not reviewed by a third party. It's reviewed by the claimant themselves. And if they decide that their claim is still valid, they can say, we still want to make the money. Mm -hmm. As happened to me um, with a video we've simply titled, The Cast of the Mummy Had Kidnapping Insurance. And that's a video we released like three, four years ago. Oh, okay. And um, I submitted the counterclaim to that, and the owners of that content decided, no, we're going to like say our claim is valid. Which So once you've done that, you then have to put an appeal in. Mm-hmm. And when you put an appeal in for content, Lucas, um, you have to send like a formal thing to the company that they again have to review. And do you want I to get? I thought the secondary process was like done by YouTube. No, YouTube will handle it, but they send it through to the claimant. Like they handle it on your end, so you don't have to interact with them directly. Right. But, yeah. Um, the company once again gets final say on whether or not they use your video, and if they again decide that their claim is valid, you get a copyright strike. And it's still the three strike system. Three strikes and your channel gets deleted, yes. Mm-hmm. Which means that your options in that scenario are let the company keep taking your money or risk them or, or try and take it further even though to get to that point in the process um, the company has already reviewed your claim and said it's still valid and then you send it to them again to ask them if they're sure about that. And you're basically asking a giant corporation, are you sure you want to keep making money from this content or do you want to not? Yeah. And what do you think they say every time? Uh, almost exclusively every time. They're just like, no, we think that claim is valid. Yeah, so as a piss take, I because I don't really care about that video, if I need to take it down, I'll take it down because it's like three years old, so it doesn't really make much money anymore. Mm-hmm. I just submitted an appeal to see what would happen. And one of the things you have to do is uh, they ask you to describe what the content is during the appeal decision. Okay. And this is like, for example, what is the nature of the copyrighted work? And I just put it is a work of fiction centered around Brendan Fraser shooting mummies with a shotgun. <laughs> and they have another one saying, um, uh, how much of the content did you use? And I put 10 seconds. Yeah. And it asks, like, once it's, it says, how much of the content did you use? Did you use the most important part? So I was super sarcastic in all of them. I put, uh, <laughs> we only use 10 seconds of the video. And let's be honest, if 10 seconds of the video... Um, is considered the most important part in a plot-driven drama. It probably wasn't a very good thing. <laughs> and then one of the other things it asks you is, um, do you think the cop- the original copyright holder is losing any money uh, via the existence of your video? And it's like, no. If 10 seconds of their video means people don't... If te- what Us putting a 10-second clip of their content in our video makes people not want to watch it, it speaks more to the quality of their work than the quality of ours. <laughs> And I know that that company's going to be like, no, it's still valid. You've got to take the video down or you get a copyright strike. But mm-hmm. because I was going to take the video down anyway, because there's no way you're going to risk it, I just thought, at least someone now at that company has to fucking read that. At least get the dig in. Yeah, I've got to get that dig in before I take the video down and then get one of you guys to re-edit it. And like, that's just the thing, isn't it? Normally it's just, yeah, okay, whatever. Just take it down, take the clip out, put it back up. It's it's the same thing, and it's just so uniquely frustrating that you just tell them, uh, look, oh, to see it all broken down where it's asking you, how much of the content are you using? Literally five seconds. What purpose? Is, like, Does your video detract from the original content or build upon it in any way? 
Yes, it's a 15 minute long video that's discussing the content in question. It is used for the purpose of commentary and entertainment. The two top things listed when it comes to fair use exceptions, which I said in the previous appeal that they turned down. And also, it's the case of most of the time we are talking about something that we find entertaining and are pushing people to go and either not watch it or to go and watch it, not to like actively turn around their opinion on a subject. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so uniquely frustrating of like uh, them asking you, well, do you think you're robbing the copyright holder of any money? It's like, no, we give them full credit and we're using 10 seconds of their two and a half hour long movie. Mm-hmm. If anything, they're robbing, and this is one of the things I put in, if anything, they're taking money from us because they're, t- they're claiming like 100% of our revenue for us using 1% of theirs. Yep. Which hardly seems fair, and I would love like um, a breakdown of why they think this is acceptable. And you know I'm not going to get that. Of course not. You know, I'm just going to get a thing saying they think the claim is still valid. You either have to cut the content out or remove the video or risk a copyright strike. Yeah. And it's just... <sighs> I'm too old, Lucas. It's fun, though. I'm... It's not fun. It's, it's, you know what? It's more fun than most other jobs. Yeah, that was remarkably cathartic to be able to like pay, because I know someone from the company has to read it when just you get to, to write set. the big middle finger. Yeah, and you know they're just going to look at it and go, well, "We still want the money, though." Fuck you. Mm-hmm. I, I see that your argument is valid, but go fuck yourself. Yeah, we would like to have your money. Thank you very much. It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> it sucks so much ass because <laughs> you know, like. If you went to an executive and told them that and you tried to make this heartfelt plea about like, look, we really enjoy your content and it's like for the purpose of commentary and discussion, which is vital to like, you know, the spirit of media and art itself to say, but do we get the money though if we click this button? It's like, well, you do, but it's like, oh, quick, yes, yeah, yeah. let's do that. Hmm, I understand now. Okay. Click copyright claim button. It's the worst. It's, it's worse as well. Like I understand it when we sometimes use like out of context clips and out of context in the sense that we're not specifically talking about a piece of content in that video, but it comes up through the natural course of conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when it's something like a video about the mummy, and it's like, well, what? And they have to justify well, why. Because one of the things they actually do is justify why you're using their clip in your content. It's like, we're talking about the mummy. <laughs> Of course we're going to use a clip to demonstrate what we're talking about. Oh, dear. But why would you put a clip of the mummy in, Carl? Are you talking a video about, about the, the mummy? Yeah. Oh, dear. Isn't that great? Does that make you feel good, Lucas? It makes me feel good that just knowing at any point it could just happen to any video that you put out. Any video. At any point, at any time, as a content creator online, you might just have all of your content here. It wasn't that guy who made like Dragon Ball content that happened to, where yeah. just like Toei Animation got a bee in the bonnet and just took down like every single one of his videos, and like he had no recourse about it. Yeah, and, and he's he been to, like, very careful about you, you know, the the use of the anime and stuff, and like trying to follow fair use as much as possible. And it's um, if anyone's wondering, it's totally not Mark, the YouTuber that we're talking about, mm-hmm. and. He does really like good commentary content and stuff like that, and he just turned around and was like, "Oh, uh, so overnight, 
most of my channel is based on Dragon Ball and all my Dragon Ball content got copyright struck. So they've removed like 98% of his content. Just overnight in one fell swoop. It was like over 100 videos and... No warning. No warning. He, he just basically got his channel like fucking cut in half. And just they left him like bleeding out overnight, basically. And just then he has, I believe, gone through like a couple of month long process to try and ask YouTubers for like help and stuff, reaching out yeah, to Towie. And I believe he was able to like get them reinstated. And it's like one of those things where we're going to let you do it because you complained enough. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't really like fill you with much confidence that they're not just going to do it again. Or like they'll get another guy in charge at some point who's also going to make the same decision. Mm hmm. It's like, you were able to get attention of enough people, but what about another person? If they come across the same problem, they might not have, you know, the connections and the following to be able to do that and get the word out. Or they might just be dead overnight. That's what happens, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's like, um, uh, I think it's the show Arcane, the League of, the League of Legends show Arcane. There's yeah. um, an artist online who's like, I've got a self-titled comic series that features entirely original characters created and copyrighted and owned by me called Arcane. And I have them on t-shirts and I got a copyright claim from like Riot Games saying I'm not allowed to do this. Oh. And when I submitted my counterclaim saying it's my content, here's my copyright, um, Redbubble told me, um, like, and I think the actual thing says, um, we are not going to change the DMCA claim because it's from Riot Games. And it's like, oh, so they're basically talking because Riot Games is so massive, they don't want to argue with them. So yeah, I they've got way more money. money than you, so fuck off. Yeah. And it's just, oh, okay. Even though it's like the most obvious case of like, it's just the word that you can't own a word. No. I'm not infringing upon any of the copyright in, in terms of your IP. And in fact, it's just, my copyright existed before yeah, yours did. You guys named something the same as my property. But it's a really generic word as well, arcane. And there's also like arcane studios that um, make like the Dishonored games and stuff. Mm -hmm. But they're spelt like with a K or something instead. But still, the name is arcane. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a very just tropey kind of sounding name. Yeah, very so easy to come up with. Like, there was that guy who looks a little bit like Loki. Like, he leans into it a lot, but he looks a little bit like Loki, and he puts his face on, like, merch and stuff, and Disney sent him a copyright strike. Oh, the one that's, like, from Team Four Star? Something like that, I think. Yeah. Just some guy looks like, and, he put, and he's like, they sent him a copyright claim. It's like, oh, I think like, he, like, uses him as a, like, in the Loki outfit as, like, an avatar or something. I'm going to see what the actual um, uh, details are, because I remember that story being really funny. I bet the details are hilarious. It's just like, oh, I cosplayed as Loki, basically, and then I got a copyright strike. Well, I guess you're doing well at a cosplay. And it says, oh, I've got an article here. Disney denies sending cosplay a takedown notice for looking like Marvel's Loki, even though <laughs> um, in like the addendum, it's like, here's a picture of what they got. Here's a picture of the takedown notice they have. Oh, no. That we deny all allegations. Here's proof. We deny. Uh, so it's Lord Amalfian, a cosplayer whose felt on Redbubble seems to resemble Loki. Oh, okay. So that's a different person. I was like, I know I, I've seen someone on um from Team Star Four Star also like cosplaying as Loki, but ah, uh, okay. 
Yeah, it's, you know, a popular cosplay, and Disney should get used to that, not send people fucking copyright claims. Yeah, and this is a thing as well, where it's a figure of Norse mythology, and they're trying to copyright it. I think that's where it gets weird, though, because they're not... They've not got a copyright claim over the Norse mythology character, but they have a copyright claim on their Marvel interpretation of Loki, is where it gets a bit messy. Yeah, it's like that thing with uh, Winnie the Pooh, isn't it? Where fun fact, folks at home, Winnie the Pooh is now in the public domain. You can make um, uh, any of the Winnie the Pooh stuff you want as long as he doesn't wear a red T-shirt because Disney doesn't own Winnie the Pooh anymore, but they do own their interpretation of Winnie the Pooh. Mm, so so the anything fuck from you. like the books, that's all fine, but anything Disney added to it, same the way like cartoon if you take, version, yeah, yeah, the same way if you take the original story now, which is in the public domain, and like you know use it to inspire something else, you own the copyright on that. Because that's your interpretation of something that already exists. I was about to just make a YouTube video of me doing like the Tigger song cover, but alas, yeah. like, you're not I've got to wait to another that. eight years for that. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that, but you can go write your own name at Winnie the Pooh stories. Just don't put me in a red t-shirt or you're fucked. Disney will get you for that one. Or China will come after you. That's fine. Just don't release it in China. <laughs> That's the, that's the lesson right there, mate. Don't release that shit in China. <laughs> Some guy. So it's just my face. He's not allowed to use his face. Oh, God. But you look too much like our characters. Like, okay. But that's just, that? it's me. It's my face. You can't tell me not to have my face. I'm like, I guess we can. You know what? Disney have got enough money. They probably can. That's great. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh. Just when you've got Disney money, it's like we own you now. We own your no. rights. It's like no. Is, is that you see when like Disney tried to copyright um, Day of the Dead? When they released um, uh, Coco. Coco, they tried oh to like God. copyright or trademark. So I always get mixed up between copyright and trademark. I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry for the people out there who know the difference in the game. Mad at me. Uh, yes. But they, yeah. One of those, they try to do one of those things like um, Dia Muertos. It's like that's an actual holiday. You, mm-hmm. you can't yeah. trademark a holiday. Fuck you. Well, we went into Christmas. Uh, Coca-Cola. Surely someone's got to technically like, own something to do with Christmas or something. They probably do, but they're never going to get to stand up. It's like yeah. the thing about Warner Bros. owning Happy Birthday, and everyone. that's why you never get Happy Birthday in either movies or, um, say, if you go to like a restaurant, they always sing their version of the Happy Birthday song. And it's based on this like long-standing rumor that Warner Bros. owns the copyright on it, mm. and I believe Warner Bros. claim they own the copyright on it, but they've never. Every time they get challenged on it, they back down. But it's just no one wants to try and take the risk. Yeah, of course. It's just uh, that awful version of it that haunts me because like I worked at Pizza Hut. Oh yeah, I've seen the Pizza Hut every, one every time. Anyone came in and was like, "Oh, it's my kid's birthday." It'd be like, "Okay, everybody's got to stop what they're doing, turn down the music, put the happy birthday song on, go over." It's like, I don't want to do this again. Please, please make it stop. It was like three times a day at a quiet restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's like, please, just don't make me do it. It looks like this guy. It's like you, you, you got copyright struck for his face. How long is it going to be to someone's like, you can't have that face, I'm sorry. Like, did you ever see that like amazing Reddit thread of the guy who was like, uh, oh, it's someone breaking down, like, what's the weirdest thing a man's ever come up to you and give you shit for? Hmm. And it's the guy's like, yeah, I started work and I've got a beard. 
And the guy came up to me and went, you've got to shave that beard. And he's like, why? He's like, I'm the only one at work who's allowed to have a beard. He's like, fuck you. Oh my fucking God. He's like, no, I'm the one at work who has a beard. It's like, how about your bollocks, mate? When yeah. are we going to get to that point? When's that going to happen, Lucas? I don't know. I mean, I, I've had like, you know, kind of opposite of that where there was just me and one other guy with like a beard when we, when I was working at Nando. It was like we were the two that had, you know, bigger beards, not just like mm-hmm. some like stubbly facial hair. Yes. And it was always like, oh yeah, these are the two guys with beards. And that wasn't by my doing or anything, but everyone always was just like, yeah, yeah. It's like, you're one of the two people with a big beard. It's like, yeah, okay, I guess. That's like the, the more wholesome end of it, I suppose. It's better than like someone could said, I'm the only one who's allowed to have a beard. Oh yeah, way better. It's like that that title got shoved upon me rather than me being the asshole. Like, no, that's my thing. It's my thing to have a bit of a... It's your thing not to shave. Good on you, mate. You also not shower. Just such a common shitty thing as well that you're going to have your whole identity around. Have you ever had that? I wonder, what's the weirdest thing you've seen someone base their entire personality around? Oh, God. Because there's a lot of these. So I was having this conversation the other day with my missus. It was like she was talking about, like, um, I believe she refers to them as yellow flags. So not a red flag. Um, it's like it's going to make you immediately start thinking like a yellow flag that makes you just apprehensive. Oh, okay. Person. Yeah. And the one she said, um, uh, oh, God, I forgot what it is. she mentioned now. Um, men who are too into Sonic. Oh, like, God. Because that's the thing of like, Plenty of people like Sonic, but when they bring it up unannounced, it's like they're probably too much into it. And it's that thing like it makes it apprehensive. <laughs> and I said the one for me is um, girls who are too into Disney. Okay. And I say this knowing that your missus and yourself are very into Disney, and that's what my girlfriend brought went, yeah, Lucas and Jenna, they're the exception to that rule. But, like, I think there's a difference between, you know, maybe what you're talking about and jenna and i like in disney because yep. i don't think we often like shove it in people's faces yeah so that's i think a, that's the difference there's an extra level of just interest mm-hmm. um, that people show but what are the ones for you that you think in regards to that like the thing that people base their personality around that makes you uh, a little apprehensive or it's, uh, it sends up those, those i mean flags. the one that we've mentioned all the time is like rock climbing that's such a weirdly specific one. It's something that me and you have both encountered, isn't it? A lot, yeah. It's just a weird thing. It's just one of those hobbies that people get way too into. And I think it um, requires so much effort to get into. Like to get good at it, it requires a lot of sustained effort and the per- the purchasing of very specific equipment that is only designed for that one purpose. Mm-hmm. So I guess like by design, you have to kind of be really into it to be that good at it. It's not like yeah. jogging or something like that, where you can just walk out your house and do it. It's true. And it's not like the other thing that I'm going to bring up, uh, like Which is. the football fan. But oh. like, not the football fan that just likes to watch football. Like, the person that never leaves the house without wearing a fucking football shirt. Oh, God, I hate those. All the people who, um, like, when football's on, it's like, shut up. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever been to like um, like a casual get together where it's like they're playing a match and there's the guy who's really into it and when people are t- like having a conversation in the back, it's like shut up, I'm watching this. It's like the football game is an excuse for us to hang out. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to watch it this much, you could have just watched it at home by yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely exactly been mean. around those people, and it's just like I get it. You know, I enjoy watching football from time to time. Like, I. Grew up in Liverpool where there's two very big football teams. You mm-hmm. t- can't really escape it. Most people 
like football to an extent, but it's the people that, again, their entire life just revolves around it. It's like they're constantly watching football, checking football scores, betting on football. Or they never stop wearing a football kit. It's like, ooh, yeah. And, and that's why it's a good yellow flag, because when someone says they like football, you don't know if they like football or if they like football. Yeah. And that's a good one for that. It's similar to... Um, and I think that applies to probably just any popular sport. Any interest, yes. Is there any like that just stick out in your head as ones that you've experienced personally? Because I've met, also met the guys whose entire personality is football. Mm-hmm. And they, they live for 90 minutes on a Saturday and the rest of the week is building up to it. Yeah, exactly. And the rest is just like checking out the fantasy teams and stuff like that. It's like, okay, I get it. You know, it's all fun and games. But when you take that one extra level, it's like, ooh. Yeah, because um, we actually experienced something similar to this a couple of days ago. And it's uh, something I wanted to talk about, and I made a note of remembering it. Okay. Because it's one of those things, like, you often hear people talk about it, but you've never... It's the first time I've ever witnessed it, and it is. Someone getting called the fuck out. Okay, yeah. So do you know those stories you often hear about, like, someone was being a huge dick, and then someone called them out, and you're like, well, that happened. Like the yeah. sarcastic way, like that never happened. I saw something like that, and it did happen because it happened in front of my eyes. And it was uh, me, my missus, and my friend uh, who uh, who turned thirty or thirty-one. Sorry, and I mentioned oh, earlier, okay. we were out for a drink on the day of his birthday. This is mm-hmm. before we went out for the um, uh, um, the drinks on the weekend with yep. the rest of like, our friend group. But uh, we were all out having a quiet drink, and there's a guy at the back of the pub who was just being leery, oh, just God. so loud and so obnoxious to the point where. Everything he said, you could just hear it over the pub. Oh, no. And he was just down in pints and getting progressively louder, progressively more frustrated, like, uh, progressively more um, uh, irate and frustrated. Mm-hmm. And then you heard it. You heard the line of, oh, I'm not allowed to have an identity these days. No, no. And like me and my missus, and we just put our head in our hands because you heard him saying like, what the fuck is non-binary? And like the woman next to him was like being really patient and went, well, it just means they don't identify as one particular gender and we should respect them for that. And he went, so if I identify as a woman, you've got to say that. And she also went, if that's how you really feel, then yes. And he just went on and on and on and on. And then eventually the woman, and I'm not going to forget this, she went, look, we all come out for a nice evening, and then you turned up, <laughs> and you're being really obnoxious. Nobody here is having a good time. We're not enjoying ourselves. That's on you. You should stop doing that now, and we're happy for you to stay out, but we need you to shut up. <laughs> and then just went back to a drink, and the guy just sat and was like, I'm I'm really sorry, and he just didn't say. And then he started doing that thing where he was like drunkenly, loudly apologizing. I'm really sorry, I didn't mean it. I was just mm. getting really frustrated. It's like, but the fact the woman just sat him down and just like we were having a good time, and then you turned up, and he's like, oh, the proper dressing down. Yeah, and it was just I, and I'm not doing it justice because it was like a good like minute long just tear down of this guy and how much of an <laughs> asshole he was. And um, um, I will just point out as well that some people might be thinking that this is a common occurrence. Bear in mind, we are British. This does yes, not happen th- very often. This very, very rarely happens. I've only seen it a handful of times in my life. Mm-hmm. 
and it was incredible because we were all just there because like, <laughs> this like, guy was being an arsehole for about an hour straight and as the woman was like just you're not we're not having fun like we invited you out like, no, I think it was like no so it's like we all came out and we noticed that you had you were all alone so we invited you to drink with us and we're not having fun anymore we regret that decision and it's like Oh God. And that's the thing, isn't it? Of you sit there and you can hear this person and you're like, I really want to go say something. And then the moment you hear that somebody else has done it, you're like, Oh thank God. It's, it's that thing of like you don't want to have to say something, do you? Because like, will this person just throw a pint glass in my face? Mm-hmm. Because I've seen that happen. Of all my time working in pubs and bars and clubs and stuff, I've seen like the drunken, obnoxious guy. Someone go up and ask them, can you just be quiet, please? We're all to have a chat, have a nice time. You're ruining that. I've seen that person smash a pint glass into that person's face. It's like, I don't want to have a pint glass smashed yeah. into my face. It's, like, I, it's not worth, right? unless the person like physically starts getting aggressive when you have someone nearby. It's all like, you know, being violent. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel like I don't want to risk getting my like shit pushed in. Or a pint glass thrown in my face because a guy's being loud. Yeah, because when somebody's already giving like a little enough amount of a shit to sit there and loudly be an asshole in public, it's like yeah. you don't know how off the rails are going to go if you say something. Exactly, yeah. And you don't know they're going to go from like naught to sixty in like ten seconds. It's going to be like completely catch you off guard. Yeah, because some people will do what this guy in the, the bar said. Of just kind of like the loud apology of like, oh no, uh, I'm gonna go into like the regressive apology mode. But yeah, some people might take another route and just smash you in the face, which I've seen, and it's it's not pretty. Mm-hmm. And you never know how someone's gonna, especially when they're being like drunk like that. It's like, are they gonna like, react poorly? To yeah. This? Oh, although, although I will say, um, there are a few things in life more satisfying than the really drunk obnoxious loud person falling over and the entire pub cheering <laughs> have you ever seen that because yeah. i've seen it once and it was fucking glorious oh uh, just this guy was being a right prick like screaming and yelling and then just like it's went oh i'm going home now because like the bartender comes up and say can you leave sir it's fucking shit in here anyway and he went to go like turn around and tripped over his shoelaces and just decked it over a table <laughs> and all the pint glass and then was like way and no one went to help they just watched him stand up <laughs> No one out. It's that beautiful thing, isn't it? Of like when the knobhead gets kicked out that everyone's quietly been putting up with. Just that British thing, as you say, I'm like, way. It was so good, sir. Oh, I think yeah. the last time I experienced something similar to that is when me and my missus were walking home after a drink mm. and we saw a, a fight, like a literal fist fight in the street. And my girlfriend like lived in Japan. Like, for most of her adult life, she's not used to seeing people on fist fight on the street and, like, don't get involved. Yeah. You don't get involved because you don't know, like, you might get punched. Mm-hmm. And we noticed that. Hang on a second. The person in this fist fight, this looks a bit mismatched in the sense that this is a homeless person oh, God, fighting man. a teenager. You know. And it turns out, like, so the teenager just pushed the guy over and, like, his friend just dragged the teenager off him. And from all the conversation we overheard, it's because the guy had been racist towards them. So right. like, this was like a, a, a racially motivated, just like beat down on this guy. Mm-hmm. And um, as the guy was like, on the floor, someone else run up to help him get up. And that guy happened to be black. And as this guy was helping me and my girlfriend, and suddenly we overhear the guy just say, oh man, it's like, I'm glad you're not one of those fucking... And then he said the word. 
Oh no. And the good Samaritan then started kicking his ass as well. <laughs> and all the teenagers started cheering. And it's one of those things where if I said that online, people say I was making it up. You, a scenario that perfect would not happen, but I saw it. I saw a guy get his ass beat like by a teenager because he was being racist towards them. The teenager's friends pulled them off. A yeah. good Samaritan comes up, the, and the homeless guy thought, I, and I don't even know who the guy was homeless, but he was clearly very pissed and disheveled. Mm. So when imagine that he was, or he'd just been on like the rag all day. Yeah, absolutely, and, just tearing it. And he repeated the like the awful racial slur to the good Samaritan helping him on that. Good Samaritan's like, you know what? I'm going to kick your ass too. How about fuck you? Uh, it's just that moment as well of yeah, no self reflection. Could have just taken that L and been like, I'm sorry. And instead, you had to literally, while already beaten down onto the ground, you had to double down. Yeah, that's it. You had to double down. It, like The racism is so ingrained in that guy. Even when he's being helped up, he can't help but be racist. Mm-hmm. And he got his ass kicked because of it. Twice. Within the space of about five minutes. And he says it all, doesn't it? Like he's midway. He's just. He's not even fully recovered. He's not even fully stood up from the ass beating he just got. And then the the next one starts. He's he like just asks spo- for another. Do you know that SpongeBob moment where Squidward keeps getting mauled by the bear? <laughs> and he just comes up like, "What did I do that time?" It's like, I don't know. Maybe they just don't like you. He's like that. He didn't even have a chance to get up before. Just the ass beating continued. <laughs> do you even get to hear that bell? It's that moment, isn't it? Of just, oh yeah, fuck, some guy's getting beaten up on the street. Like, oh, okay, well, they're down, just leave them, leave them be. They've had, they've had it now. And then it's like, nope, okay, they want more. You go. I don't feel sorry for them anymore. Yeah. You do feel bad up until you hear him screaming the racial slurs. And you're like, well, I'm not going to help that guy. I'm not going to help a guy who's being racist. <laughs> Definitely not. And then the per- and that's the thing as well, like because the person who did help him, he did, like he didn't learn his lesson because he was racist again. Yeah. And me and my girlfriend, we just walked home. I can only imagine that that happened about five more times to that guy. <laughs> Maybe like time three might might have finally learned. We never. Maybe learned. by the third time he got his ass kicked for being racist, he probably learned. Maybe I shouldn't say this shit out loud. Yeah. Oh dear. That was a good day. That was. Like me and my girlfriend were really happy that we saw that. It made us feel good. That, you know what? While racism is still flourishing, at least he's been punished. <laughs> Don't be racist till you get your ass kicked. That's me. I at least I I think the flourishing's thankfully the wrong word now. I think it's still obviously a a massive problem, but I think you you can kind of see the younger generations like coming through and starting to fix those problems slowly. Yeah, it is being vehemently rejected by the next generation. The TikTok generation. Which is why whenever I see people make fun of TikTok and stuff or younger people, it's like, well, we they're inheriting a scorched, burnt earth. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? Like if anyone has got an excuse to be nihilistic and not give a fuck, it's like younger people now. And they're not. They're actually more caring. They actually care more about other people. I think the previously. I think like you know the millennials got the nihilistic part yeah of fuck you you ruined our planet like you ruined everything and this all just sucks like massive f you and then yeah the generation after that's like well if you're not going to fix it we will like we're just there like oh no 
we're thirty, and it's just it's not it's not going well. And it's not going well. That point, it, we're at that, that point where it's like, <laughs> how the fuck are we going to get any better? Oh, it's great. That's the thing. That's what I feel about all the time now. Because mm-hmm. I've just I like slept funny and my neck hurt, and now my neck's hurt for three weeks. It's like fuck this. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> Do you remember like when you were a teenager and you could like sleep on the floor and then you'd wake up and you'd go out on the like you go out for like another night out and you'd be fine and now I'm old if I sleep on my pillow wrong I'll I wake swear up with a bad to God neck. it like it really does just happen overnight. Yeah, literally my dad talked about it. Like he said it happened. He says one morning he just woke up and he had a bad back and that was it. Yep. And he, he can't remember a time he didn't have a bad back now. Yep. It was the same for me. Just I was exercising, pulled a muscle in my shoulder, and it's just not been the same since. And it, like, in terms of bad back, I think it was like you know just doing a lot of work in a restaurant for like five years of like constantly like you know lifting things up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, probably incorrectly at times as well. But yeah, I just remember that one time where it's like. You know, I said that I can sleep on like a sofa or an airbed or something, and woke up and went, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, is that too fuck? Old. Comes out of nowhere, it really does it. Yeah, it's great. So you know what? Anyone out there who's younger than both me and Lucas are, um, uh, just enjoy it while you can. And that's the thing is, I'm by, by no means sitting here going, oh, you know, I'm far too old and life is no, awful I'm doing and blah blah blah. I, I'm not that kind of person, but it is surprising how. Just as you say, you can go from being able to sleep on the floor one night to the next night. It's just, I if need my, a bed now. My pillow wasn't fluffy enough and now my neck hurts. It's like, <laughs> I don't uh, do it with my tongue in my cheek. So it's just one of the things, it's like, it's kind of on the mind given that like my birthday is in about like seven hours. Mm-hmm. So it's on my mind, that's all. Luckily for listeners, it's like we get it all out the way in the space of a couple of weeks. Yeah, because like all of our friend group ages around the same time. Yeah, <laughs> very much like a lot of us, yeah. I want to say there's about seven people in my friend group who all have their birthdays in January or the first week of February. Mm-hmm. It's all condensed into like two, three weeks, but that means that you don't have to hear Carl and I complain about getting older for another like 15 <laughs> oh, weeks. Oh, never stop. Things, I kind of like that I'm older now because it just means that I don't have to give as much of a fuck anymore. <laughs> like, I don't really feel bad much that culture's passing me by because culture isn't aimed at me anymore. It's when mm. it was like, in my 20s, I felt bad. It's like, well, if I didn't know stuff, it's because it's, this is things aimed at me. Yeah. Like when I go to like um, uh, house parties and stuff and people give me shit for not knowing like what a song was. Now that, when that happens, it's like, well, I only listen to the music I listened to when I was 20. And now I'm mm-hmm. 30, and the music comes out is for people who are also in their 20s to like, you know, establish those trends in them. So I don't feel bad anymore. Yeah. Definitely. I, could, I don't remember the last time that I sat down and listened to like a bunch of new music. Like, rarely, if ever, happens to me. Like, and the closest I get is when I put like Spotify and uh, radio on. So like, I'll find a song that I like. Well, I kind of like the way this song sounds. So I put the radio on and listen to more songs like it. Mm hmm. The the Even biggest issue for me is right. like, uh, you know, I have a Spotify account that I've been sharing with other people, and then also been putting like streaming non copyright music on, and then also putting like a playlist on for Cade to listen to while we're gone, so he's distracted. Please so- tell me what music Cade listens to. So Cade <laughs> is a tiny foot high dashund. I need to know what music your dog listens uh, to and whether so or not the, it's more sad. The two playlists that we would play for him 
are either like classical music or soft rock. So okay, we just whack it. one of those playlists on, but it just means that like the soft rock is, you know, anything from like random 80s songs to like modern acoustic covers and stuff. Yeah, just Phil Collins. So and, it's, um, yeah, Sheeran. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's in there and so is Ed Sheeran. And it's like, just, that's the thing. I think because my entire like Spotify profile is just so out of whack, I've just given up trying to discover new stuff because it keeps recommending me anything under the sun. And you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm all right. I'm just going to go listen to my old playlist again. Because like, what's going to happen to me? Do you like your year in review? Where it's like, oh, here are the songs you listened to in 2021. <laughs> most of them are the last songs from 2020 and most of them are the songs from 2019 because I, it's like oh that's a pretty good playlist it's all my favourite songs from this year so I end up listening to them songs a lot and they end up in the next year's one as well yeah see that it's happens like, to me for years and then as soon as I started streaming it's just well I've got a, I've got a playlist with like 90 something video game metal covers so they just get played for hours every week and Spotify's like yeah those are the songs that you listen to the most Right, okay. And then the following year, it's the same thing, because then you're listening to those songs, screwing your favourite player. It's all great. But, yeah. Lucas, like, ugh, a, a recurring topic, not a recurring topic, a recurring segment we've had on this podcast for the last mm. couple of weeks is me finding a terrible hot take Hell yeah. from somewhere on the internet. And I did have another one that I found, and I'm wondering if you'd want to discuss that. Why not? Like, you know, shift go. the topic a little bit. I found a terrible... Terrible hot take. Okay, so I have one here. This is like a really shitty hot take I found on Reddit. Okay. And I don't think I really need to say it's a shitty hot take because I found it on Reddit, but yeah. <laughs> I want to clarify for you because um, a bit of feedback I got is, um, is there a way when we do stuff like this to let people listening along at home follow along with the um, uh, Reddit thread that we're on? So I'm going to send you a link to it now for when you do the edit. So then I can pop it in the description and you can but find anyone. the Reddit thread if you want to uh, click on it and have a look yourself, yeah. Yeah, for additional context or to... Oh, God, I've got an email here. Oh. Apparently I get free Wi-Fi on the London Underground. Oh, cool. It's very, very good. Yeah, that's really helpful for me here in Sheffield. <laughs> Which just goes to show as well, like, what business customers, like, what who they focus on, doesn't it? Yeah. Of just hey business you like business phone user you must go to London a lot I've never been to London but Carl that's where business happens no you don't business the only business where... the only money in the UK is all in London Carl business happens in whatever room I happen to want it to happen in <laughs> whatever room I'm in business is happening Big Wangers Incorporated is, is happening where I am but Lucas would you like to uh, um, go through this terrible shitty hot take with me uh. We can go through it together. I uh, I also believe I have seen this shitty hot oh, take already. Oh, yes. Perfect. Okay, so read out the title for me, Lucas. Uh, so the title is, Dating as a Guy is Just Depressing. Yes, and this is going to give the people... Do you know what's my want feedback on as well? Who would they prefer to read things out? Because I say your voice has a more soothing quality to it. I mean, so I don't we... see why we can't just both read it. Yeah, so let's go, Mike. Do you want to start? Uh, you read the title, so I'll read the first um, uh, line here, and then we'll start and stop as we, uh, you know, have our thoughts to collate on them. So, I don't understand how guys use dating apps and get, don't get depressed and feel like shit about themselves. I mean, you know, uh, I want to clarify to start with. You know, we both have done online dating 
and used dating apps in the past and yeah man completed tinder let's go it's it's a rough game it is joel is a rough game yeah dating yeah just dating in general is just it's hard yeah it sucks ass this person continues lucas what did i say i get enough matches to have a decent date every now and again but it's not like i feel like i actually chose those matches and most of the matches I do get, I'll have lowered my standards so much for that, I'm not even sure it's worth it. So right away, asshole. Also, they don't use commas. It's very hard to read yeah. <laughs> the big blocks of text, but yeah. If anyone wondering, like, wait a minute, what post? Like, what subreddit is this? And this is on true off my chest. So this isn't an I am the asshole post. This is just someone being like, I need to vent mm-hmm. about this thing. And people will vote it if they also agree with their venting. And just straight away, this guy is a roaring, screeching asshole. I mean, the idea that, oh, well, most of the dates that I do get aren't even fucking worth it because I love lowered my standards so much, it's probably not worth it. Yeah, and uh, spoilers for anyone wondering, no, this person does not ever have uh, the level of self-awareness required to think to themselves, am I a person, are the people I'm dating lowering their standards to pick me? No, of course not, because uh, there's no self-reflection, Carl. There's never self-reflection when it comes to these people. But they continue. I don't think I'm amazingly attractive. <laughs> that, that's the one that I saw right there Went, oh, this is going to be a good one. Yeah, followed by, I have to lower my standards, and I'm not sure it's worth the date, but I'm not amazingly attractive. But I do go to the gym six days a week, and for the past four years, I'm leaning off on visible apps, and I attending and I'm attending university. So I suppose my life is somewhat put together. As somebody that attended university, I don't agree that that is a quantifier for having your life somewhat put together. There's also the thing as well of like um, there are many like Tinder is an inherently superficial way to meet people. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of hilarious that the guy's like, well, I'm in really, really good shape and I'm still not getting attractive women. It's like, how bad is your profile that you can be like physically in great shape and you're still not attracting women? Yeah, lean enough to have visible abs and you still can't get matches, which means that something else must be the problem. And it's, Lucas, do you know what that thing, something else is? It's the women. Yeah, it's all the women, of course. Uh, so they continue. I think it would be reasonable to have standards like not overweight, etc. But apparently, not with Tinder slash Bumble. It just sucks that pretty much all matches I end up with are something like the person is quite substantially overweight, or there's something, or so there's some other quite blatant thing which can be seen as conventionally unattractive. In six months of use, I've only managed to match with two people that I wanted to swipe right on before Tinder crushed my standards. What is this person's standards? Also, what's their fucking problem? Yeah. Because if you've only managed to get two matches within six months, and, you know, I've used these apps before, like, that is a substantially low amount, even for somebody that's being picky, or, you know, a bit picky. This person must be either not wanting to match with basically anybody but fucking models, or... They have just the biggest red flag that makes people not want to match with them. Never want to match with them in return. And that's the thing that I found. Because uh, it's a lot of the times when we cover these things, it's what's not said. That's mm-hmm. really important here. And the thing that's not been mentioned here is what's actually in their profile. 
or mm-hmm. what it is in a woman they're looking for. Because the only thing they're mentioning is looks and appearance. Which is why that's the thing that I'm fixating on as well. Because yeah. I, Their major hang-up is that they are constant. matching with women, but they're all ugly and fat. Yep. Because well, I can only imagine that that's the one thing you're fixated on. And in my experience, women aren't like Labradors and are able to discern... Um, human emotion and language quite well <laughs> and are able to pick up on things like guys being weird like this yeah oh, yeah I'll they continue, continue. What, what did they say afterwards uh, it's like I mean first of all don't start a sentence with the word and but anyway <laughs> and I get that women have their own problems etc but for god's sake Try and make getting hundreds of matches sound like a problem because the quality isn't good enough when I deadass have, like, one person on mine. Kind of soul-crushing, not gonna lie. And this is where it's like, oh, this got even better. Because it's like, I get that women have their own problems, and it's like, they don't acknowledge any of those problems. And those problems, like, include things like men trying to murder them. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if you go on Reddit right now and you go to, like, the Nice Guys subreddit, you'll find, oh, like, God. literally thousands of examples of women getting screamed at by presumably the exact same kind of man we're discussing right here who mm-hmm. feels entitled to an attractive woman. Because that's yeah. the thing here, like, this just reeks of entitlement. This guy is legitimately angry that they can't match with a woman they deem to be attractive. So much so, they're venting about it on the internet. Because they, like, you can read, like, there's so many little things that are mentioned here that just, like, like send up, as mentioned, like, massive red flags. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah. like, I don't think I'm amazingly attractive, but I don't think it's unreasonable to expect the women I'm with to not, to look a certain way. Because that is unreasonable. Like, what, what, who thinks like that? What kind of a monster thinks like that? Yeah. Oh, God. It really is depressing knowing that people are like this. It's just not. Oh. But Lucas, the guy, the, the, you know what? I'm, I should be fair to the guy. He is acknowledging the problems women receive. I know that women get spammed to death, but a lot of the time, how one sided interactions and pursuit, even after matching, is just kind of saddening. And, and this. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I, I know so many people where it's like. It's really annoying because like, I'll match with a girl and then say hello and then I'll never get a message back. It's like because you immediately decided to start a conversation in the least interesting way possible. And I know you're probably just thinking like, well, that's how I start a conversation in real life. But if these people are getting spammed to death, as this person says, with guys that are just trying to get anything they can, it's like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course they're probably going to be looking for somebody to stand out and not just say hello. Yeah, it's I love as well just the thing of like I get that women have their own problems because like uh, have you ever seen that breakdown um, online of just yeah what do like it's like a thread of uh, asking men and women like what are you worried about happening on a first date? What's your biggest fear about a first date? And all the men are like, oh, that she won't turn up, that she'll um. Uh, I think I'm ugly, and the women like get killed, get killed. He'll follow me home. He'll murder me. He'll murder me. He's going to track down where I live and harass me and stalk me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
it's two different worlds. And the yeah, fact right. that this guy's like, yeah, I get that, you know, it's tough for women too, but we're, we're really ignoring the big problem here, which is that I can't get a date. The thing is, it's not <laughs> even that he can't get a date, it's that he can't get a date with someone he thinks um, he deserves, like a, a level of attractiveness in a woman that he thinks he's entitled to. And that right there just immediately makes you think, why would anyone want to date someone like this? Yeah, maybe you're not entitled to date anybody because you're a fucking weirdo that thinks you're entitled to date people. And the reason this like hot take is so like depressing is that you go down to the comments and everyone's like, yeah, I agree with you, mate. Mm-hmm. It's fucking shit. I never get any matches. It's like, I wonder why. I wonder if it's because you're on Reddit hissing at women. <laughs> maybe it's, maybe that's why you're not getting any dates. It's like, no, no, it can't be that. It can't be that I'm like uh, harboring like, intensely misogynistic feelings about women and let them see eep out into my like, every interaction I have with others. It, it's, it has to be the woman's fault. And it's really funny as well because I've seen, um, like, you know, I'll just go on like my daily little scroll of Reddit or whatever, and I've seen plenty of posts where it's like, um. Mainly women, sometimes guys, but mainly women going, oh, um, finding it hard to like date on Tinder or whatever app. Here's my profile. Like, could you give me any hints of like mm-hmm. what I'm doing wrong? And then you see the other side of it is like, I'm just going to fucking rage and see that people because everybody else is the problem. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's why I thought this would be an interesting thing. It's just like, yeah. It's, it's so depressing that I... Like, the thing is, though, as well, the guy's like, I am getting dates and I am matching with people, but I'm not attracted to them. But I'm still dating them. Do you know what that's right there? That's an asshole move. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh, yeah, I'm going on dates with these women, but I don't find them attractive. It's like, so why are you going on dates with them then? Or so why are you even make... matching with them in the first place? It's like, oh, because these women taught me that I've got to lower my standards past what I think I should. Okay. Uh, well... Maybe just don't be an asshole. That's the thing that makes it so... It's like it's not even that the guy's not getting dates. It's that like he's getting dates with people that he thinks he's better than. And then mm-hmm. he's complaining that the dates aren't going well. Yeah. And it's, I can't imagine that like any date with a person who like is harboring feelings like this towards you is going to go well. That's something I feel like you'd be able to pick up on pretty clearly that the person like does not find you attractive and does not want to be there. And thinks they're better than you. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing that thinks they're better than you. Like, to the point where he's, I'm not even sure it's worth it. Like, not even treating people like human beings at this point. Just, well, because this person's was... so ugly, I'm not sure they're worth my time. Yeah, it's Lucas. I'm, I'm dismissed. And this is what's the great irony about it of, like... Um, he's simultaneously arguing it is wrong for women to dismiss me as like, you know, not being attractive when I think I work on myself in this one very specific way while Mm -hmm. he's writing off these women because they're unattractive in one way. But we don't, we never get to hear like, well, maybe like, you know, they're attractive in other ways that other people would deem to be more important than looks. Or, you know, not even looks like physical because it seems like his sole fixation is on weight, not particularly the way they look. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, kind of telling as well. It's like, we're just coming out of a pandemic. It's like, these women have put on weight. What could it possibly have been? <laughs> I can't think of anything that's happened in the last three years that would cause people to look different to what they do in the last photo of them smiling. Yeah. <laughs> and that's always one thing that gets me is like, um, when people are like, I, look, I get that cow fishing is a problem sometimes. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but... When it's like, well, they used a picture of themselves which looks way better from like a year ago. 
Like, well, yeah, because when you're putting yourself out there, you want to use pictures that you think look good. And that's what everybody does. It's like, I get that some people either straight up lie about what they look like, or some people, uh, you know, use certain tricks to try and hide insecurities, mm. but a lot of the time it's just, oh, well, they didn't look as good as they did in the pictures. It's like, yeah, because people want to use nice pictures on dating profiles. It seems to be as well, like some people lie to themselves, like this guy is here. Because have you read the edits? I haven't read the edits just yet. Yeah, because one of the, the one of my favorite parts, like he's put some edits after people like calling him out and be like, "Dude, what the fuck?" Well, should um, we yeah. should we read them, Carl? Yeah. Okay. Would you like to read the first edit? So I'll read edit. Just in reference to the gym, I just wanted to say that it's a passion of mine, and I'm not just annoyed because I joined the gym to go get girls or something. It really I, does sound like that, though, doesn't it? If I'm in great shape, like why am I why am I only matching with fatties? Mm-hmm. I was just trying to justify me believing I could pass as at least an average-looking guy. I only meant to say that women have higher standards on dating apps as compared to in real life, or at least that's what I've experienced. I also would log logically, log, I presume that's meant to say. It says log Cali on my log Cali. Log Cali. It's a new word you want to say. Uh, makes sense, so I don't see a problem with this. It seems like he really does see a problem with this because it's the whole thrust of his initial argument is that women have high standards and it's depressing me because I think I'm an attractive dude and again it's like the lack of self-awareness here of like um, I think I'm attractive and none of the women that I think are attractive are dating with me are matching with me it's Tinder's fault mm-hmm. instead of realizing maybe I'm just not as attractive as I think I am or that I'm doing something that's putting the kind of women that I'm attracted to on I also want to point out that the comparison of, well, women of higher standards on dating apps as compared to in real life, because in real life, all they get to see is what you look like. Not what so, your personality is. Yeah. If you're giving them a snapshot of what you look like, but not a snapshot of your personality, then clearly you look fine. You look fine enough to, to you know, get that initial interest from a woman and a decent looking woman, if you're saying that they have less standards in real life. Mm-hmm. But then when they get a snapshot into your personality, i.e. your dating profile, they're immediately turned off. So what does that tell you? Well, Lucas, it's the woman's fault. It's definitely and that's what I mean. It's fault. what's not said that's important here. And I love when we have these breakdowns because like, I feel like there's, so, there's value in there for somebody. About, oh, so why are you like, what do you mean by that? And we explain, it's like, yeah, it's what's not said. Mm-hmm. Like, and then when you like, it's one of the, it reads a very specific way yeah and the way that it reads is like it, it paints this person in such a negative light but obviously they can't see it because the lack of self-awareness but their final edit is again I don't even care if my partners are going to the gym none of my past partners have gone and I haven't cared in the slightest the people I were referencing that I matched with in the past were quite overly large and I think there's a point where I'm allowed to say it's too much again it's just just this guy is seemingly obsessed with the weight of people he's matching with. And do you know what that seems like to me? That seems like a really unattractive quality. It does, yeah. More unattractive than someone being slightly overweight. Because you know what? You can lose weight. You can't lose like just like the 18 pounds of asshole in your brain. <laughs> That's causing you to like fixate on this. Because we start, like not start, but we had a discussion earlier, like what's a red flag or a, a, a yellow flag in a relationship that like someone's fixated on that would put mm-hmm. you off. This is one of those things that is an immediate 
um, uh, like cause for concern when people bring it up of like being overly fixated on people's weight or their physical appearance. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to be the type of person that pretends that attraction isn't a part of dating mm-hmm. and that looks do come into it. They they definitely do and looks matter to an extent. But obviously other things like personality are important and this is what this guy is just missing the entire fucking point. Yeah, and I never even considered like your point there of... Well, you see, we're doing fine with women in person, but when they have a snapshot, because they never have a chance to actually learn what you like as a person, and mm-hmm. all they re- need, and it's, it speaks well, it speaks volumes about how shitty like a personality this person has, personality this guy has, that that single snapshot on a Tinder profile is enough to put women off. Yeah, I want to know what's on it. I I really want to see, and that's that's what I mean is I I much more appreciate those posts on reddit that i've seen where it's like look can people help me out with my profile picture here's the profile yeah, like here's what's on it what, it what what am i doing wrong what are the red flags what better pictures can i use and stuff and it's like this person i really want to just see their actual profile so i can see what like that bio says or whatever yeah i want to know like that's the thing in their head they're not doing anything wrong so realistically they shouldn't mind i might actually try clicking this guy's thing to see if he posted it anywhere um, I mean, I I doubt that this person would have done. I don't even know if like you'd be able to, other than maybe put a screenshot. Oh, what, like, I, I don't think you'd be able to share it, other than maybe if they took a screenshot. But it doesn't seem like this is the type of person that wants to put his uh profile out there in the first place. No, because when I'm clicking on his profile. Um, all he seems to post is pictures of his budgie and weed. Oh, okay. Let's you know what. Let's try and get a snapshot of this guy's personality by looking at the top communities he posts in, shall we? <laughs> Do you think that could work? I mean, maybe, yeah. Let's see. Okay, so. Might give us Ooh. a brief idea. So I'm on now. This guy is Rusty Spoon 745 We're doing some internet deep diving here, folks. And uh, his <laughs> last post um, was that dating as a guy is just depressing. His post before that is in the Discord app subreddit of how long do you have to wait before after breaking the terms of services? Is that like, did he break the rules and he wants to know how long he's got to come back after he gets banned? Oh, it was Maybe. removed by a moderator. Uh, well, starting to one, say a lot. Another one is in off my chest again. Um, why are people so socially inept at the gym? Some bitch just took the machine I placed my towel on phone on top of while I did my usual pace while resting. I literally had to pull my phone and towel from under her ass while she was trying to get that shit back. She literally gave me no other choice if I got wanted to get my stuff back. There we go. So Lucas, uh, I'm wondering why this guy can't get a date with a woman. His first like, some bitch just took the machine I placed my towel on while I walked around the gym. Yeah, just a general gym etiquette. If- Don't leave the machine you're on. If you're wanting to keep that machine, stay on the machine. And if Rule somebody one. else is wanting to use it, like, if they're, you know, nice about it, swap in and out if you've got sets to do. Here's the thing. Lucas, why don't women want to date me? Some bitch just took my, my exercise machine at the gym. The I, I know a public gym, yes. Yeah, a public gym that everyone pays to go use. I wasn't using the machine because I was walking around doing my stuff. And you know as well, this guy saw someone at the gym 
put their thing down on a machine and go somewhere else. It'd be like posting the same thing. Why do like people think they own the machines? Yeah, why do people think they can just leave their shit on a machine that I need to use? Yeah. So already I think we're getting a glimpse into this guy's personality. That's the third post app. We've got the next one. How rigged is this app, what the fuck, on our, <gasps> our Tinder? Ooh. Ooh. Lucas, just hopped on Tinder again after not using the app for two months and within about 20 swipes got four matches and was somehow got given and managed to guess uh, my secret admirer twice in a row. It's literally blatantly obvious that they're trying to decrease the odds of you matching and getting dates further down the line unless you pay. So I think we're starting to get to the root of this guy's problem, Lucas. Mm-hmm. I love um, how it's a conspiracy theory. About they are fucking me over, so I pay. And like, there's already enough manipulative systems in there, like all like the super likes and stuff that they've probably added since I've used it years ago. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's like there's already enough stuff in there that they don't have to start taking matches away from you artificially to try and get you to pay. Yeah, and then uh, his next few posts are in our um, weed talking about all the weed that he's gotten. So he's one of those guys who doesn't shut up about weed. Yeah, which is always a turn on. Um, growing marijuana, subreddit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Our weed again. Weed, 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 weed. Um, League of Legends. League of oh. Legends, League of Legends. League that's of Legends. A, that's a combo right there, Carl. Oh, here we go. Um, Somebody TV. that's obsessed with weed and lol. Um, and then uh, just no fap two years ago. <laughs> That's the thing. So I, I think we've got to the um, the root of this guy's problem, Lucas. It might be the person themselves, yeah. But that one was perfect of like, oh, what's his other post on this subreddit? And it's just like, why is this bitch on my machine at the gym? It's like, <laughs> I've met those people. I would not think, I don't think people like that would make a very good partner in a relationship, to be honest. No. Can you imagine that? It's like, it's just, you can imagine if he actually got a date and he's got a girlfriend and he goes back onto like um, true off my chest it's like alright so I got up this morning you want to believe this this bitch she put her phone on my side of the bed <laughs> you're like wait what I clearly put my phone and t-shirt on that side of the bed and she so that she'd side. know that I would sleep it and then she sat on that side of the bed and that's actually amazing, though, that we go down this of like, uh, uh, I wonder if we could figure out why this guy's not getting dates and every single one of, like, the only post he's gotten that's not about smoking weed or playing League of Legends is some bitch at the gym. <laughs> like, like, the fact he's using that language as well says it all. Also. Not like someone at the gym. It's like, you know, he's specifically singing out the fact it's bitch. a woman. Yeah. Just that, you know, little bit of misogyny. Just the flavouring on the top, but... It's a little it's, bit of it. Uh, uh, when we were talking earlier, you know, those yellow flags. Yes. Somebody using language like that, yeah. No, no, I, w- I mean, that's a red flag to me, not a yellow okay. flag, but um, somebody that just won't shut up about weed. It's like, yes. go and smoke it, go and, you know, eat it, whatever you want. Go get high on weed for all I care. I don't have a problem with that, but it's the people that don't shut the fuck up about it. And then I'm going on like their posts and stuff like that. And it's just them post uh, talking about weed again. And then there's like him in... Yeah. Just 
all his posts are in like the weed thing of being like, I wish my girl, I wish I could have a girlfriend who smokes weed. It's people's like pictures of them and their missus smoking weed and stuff like that. This is this is a trick. I love that the internet. It's the entire is the entire same thing though, isn't it? Of like, well, I don't understand why I can't get a girlfriend that plays video games. It's like plenty of girls play video games. They just don't want to tell you that they play video games. Yeah. I, it, it's almost as if if you fixate your entire personality on one thing, it's insufferable regardless of the subject. And the, the, one of the things that's like um, interesting about the internet to me, but scary about the internet is that I'm able to just like now make so many assumptions about this person's life based on stuff they publicly put out there. Oh, oh my god. Luke, do you want to see one of like just the images that I think is like, I wonder why this guy's not getting dates. Like, here's a post he made in Our Weed and just describe it. Oh no. Uh, I mean, I don't. He's what? Look at his keyboard. Yeah. Just, he's like. The so filthy, it, disgusting keyboard covered in crumbs. It's somebody, it's, you know, him holding up a big bit of weed going like, oh, I got it from a dealer, should I trim it into multiple bits? Lol. And it's just a keyboard that is, like, ingrained with bits of weed all over it. And, like, you can tell it's not just from that one bag. That's, like, mm-hmm. that's a dirty old weedy keyboard. Yeah. So that person, oh, oh, their oh, entire life must just be sitting at a desk playing league and getting Stocking just all weed. up in that weed. There's a there's like a video of him here with his budget and you can't see his face, but you can see that he's got a shitty neck beard. Of course. I love this. Like, why am I able to do this? Why am I able now to just like break down this guy's entire life? Because they posted it on a public platform, Carl. Yeah, it's great. I could like I could just say. And that's the thing as well. Anyone could have done this while clicking on his post, like we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. But they're like, no, bitches, right? Instead of like clicking and going, dude, all you seem to talk about is weed and the fact that you don't like women. But you, you seemingly get annoyed at women being in a space you claim to have ownership over. I wonder why women don't want to date you. This yeah, was amazing. Carl, it's, it's the woman's problem. And it's, always, it's always like a little bit, um, you know, sweet and sour when you click on the user's profile and, like, figure out that this wasn't some kind of post to, like, Karma Farm or something. Yeah, because that's the thing, like, uh, that happens a lot. But when you click on their profile, it's like, no, they, they're all in. Yeah. Uh, because there's a lot of bots out there where it's just people post- posting a bunch of fake stories that they think will get a lot of upvotes and awards and stuff. Um, And there's a lot of people that just do it as well. But this is clearly just somebody that was truly wanting to post this. Of like, I just don't understand why these dating apps are horrible and I can't get a date. I can already see this guy is in there. And to clarify, I don't. Oh, he's posting in like our drugs and our steroids. Oh, great. Yeah, I don't agree with like. Um... Luke trying was, to find this it guy's info- a winner. No, oh like yeah, me- talking about having like methamphetamines but, and oh, doing cocaine. Hell. Jesus Christ! But I like the thing is, I don't, 
I don't agree with ever trying to like dox a person or whatever. But to clarify, like again, this is all just things that they wanted to put out there on a public platform. Yeah, that's it. I'd I'd feel bad if not for the fact that this dude's like, look, he's inviting this kind of thing by saying, why why are women not wanting to date me? It's like, well, we can click your profile and find that out right now, and just. Joe, you know we did like, when's the last time we did this? When it was talking about like video games, and it's just, you keep go falling deeper into the rabbit hole. Mm hmm. Of like, oh, I thought it was, I thought the post was bad. And then the replies are bad. And then the profile's even worse. And then they're talking about like doing meth. It's like, oh my God. Yeah, maybe, maybe I know why women don't want to date you now. It's like any, again, uh, like the individual things of like, I'm not sitting here shitting on somebody for doing a bit of weed. I'm not going to sit here and shit on somebody for playing League of Legends mm -hmm. or for going to the gym or for feeling down about dating. But when it's all combined and also obsessive and has just seemingly zero personal insight, it, it just it comes yeah. across so poorly. I think we'd just like to end on, we have just a very poignant quote from this person here. To sum up, which I think is just um, uh, like probably the, the root of their issue. Mm. Um, a post here on our weed. Who likes to scroll through this sub and reread it while high? This guy. If I'm sober on this sub, it's because I don't have weed and I'm depressed about it. I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I, I, and here's the thing, like when we when I bring supplies, I don't do these extra checks here. This is not yeah, something that was yeah, rehearsed. Yeah. It's like I just saw that post and thought it'd make like you know an interesting conversation topic. Because we've done that a couple of times, people seem to like us breaking these things down or discussing them. Mm -hmm. And this one, it's like, well, I can't. I don't feel I can just click his name and see what's going on, and I did, and it's like, oh god, yeah, that was an adventure, and I'm really sorry for anyone out there who now feels sad. I, I didn't feel sad until the last one post. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and the thing is as well, you could read it as a joke, but you could also not read it as a joke. And I'm yeah. like, kind of leaning towards the latter, given everything else I've learned about this guy. And admittedly, a narrow snapshot. So I want to like address it. Like, I'm aware that this is a thing that I get frustrated when people do it to me. Mm -hmm. But I explicitly try not to put much of my personal life out there. Like the stuff I put out there on like Twitter and like fact feed is like a very limited snapshot of my personality, and it's like a uh, what's the word now? Like uh, when you're not cultured, cultivated. Yes, yeah. Aspects of myself. Like I don't try or like open myself up too much online because I don't feel that's uh, um, something I'd ever be comfortable doing, and I mm -hmm. don't invite that kind of stuff. But this is because when you like, I don't go out there and say like, "Oh man, why can't I get a date?" And it's like, well. We can find out. Yeah, that's we the weird do it right thing. now. It, it's like, okay, yeah, I don't often go on a deep dive of someone's profile either or anything like that or post, you know, all of my life out online like a lot of people do. But mm -hmm. when you're sitting there, I just don't understand what the problem is with everybody else. It's like, well, maybe we can find out if there's some kind of problem with you. Yeah. It's also as well, just the fact that um, this is a... Uh, a particular topic of conversation that really do you know what those things like just they grind your gears they really mm -hmm. get you go when you hear them and it is for me it's men complaining that women won't date them it's like women don't owe you shit yeah it's one of those completely always rubbed me the wrong way to hear especially hearing the horror stories from the women that I know 
Oh, um, yeah. And I think that's probably where both of us have that extra bit of resentment towards somebody like this is because we've both had those horror stories told to us by, like, female friends. And it's just, oh. Uh, why am I only matching with uggos? It's like, maybe it's because you use the term uggos. No, that can't be it. No. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm going to give this, like, um, episode a 4 out of 10. <laughs> it's not been a good one, has it? You know what? It'll be better next time, folks. Maybe when I'm a bit more... Um, uh, um, compass mentis maybe when Carl's a bit younger oh god no. I, think I'm only, I don't get older mate I get better but today I'm just not I'm not feeling very excited on my back Carl you don't get older you level up yeah oh, oh can we do that can, next week <laughs> can we like earmark go discussing that concept I know we don't plan these but can we please break down the concepts of that stuff uh, we can. Can, can, we, can you promise me that we're going to do that right now and clarify for people at home what that means because they uh, might not get that reference. So yeah, it just I presume you're talking about just like the super like cringy kind Mega of game cringe. of urchin stuff. Which is like, um hey, uh, I, I wouldn't piss me off because I'm close to leveling up and you like easy XP. God. Can we like... please just go get like do some research on our own and get some of those and discuss them? We'll uh, we'll take we, a deep dive into the man cave, Carl. Can we can we make it like a pact to each other now that we'll both go do some homework and go track down some cringy gamer merch and share it on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, we can. Yes. Oh, tune in next week. Do you know what, folks? I'm sorry, this episode was shit. We'll look forward to that one. <laughs> that was going great. <laughs> and it's a plug, mate. Uh, yeah, you can find me over on a. Twitch mainly at the moment. My YouTube's kind of taken a bit of a break, but uh, my my Twitch is Legend of Canto, and I'm trying to figure out how to get views on YouTube again. So bear with I, me on that one. YouTube's dead. Yeah, you, well, Lucas. We spent all day. We spent the first part of this podcast talking about how like there are people on TikTok we've never heard of with like five times as many viewers and followers as Will Smith. <laughs> So go check me out and my <laughs> on TikTok. Plug your TikTok. My one TikTok video of me dyeing my hair is Canto Legend underscore, which is there where it you is. find me that's all you need. That's the you need to start plugging that. Yeah. Go hit me up with my one video on TikTok. Hell yeah, start making hundreds. Do it. Get on there. We all we should all just start making hundreds of TikToks. Let's do it. We should. We'll get that fifty four P or forty five P was it? Forty five P. Forty five. Split that as well. Don't I forget. can't wait. That was the deal I made with my girlfriend. It's like, well, if you run it, you can get half of what it makes. She just came in and went, he made 45, went, hey, that's a Freddo. You get, you get yourself a Freddo, that's and your change. Freddo. And change, girl. You get yourself 22 and a half one-piece sweets. You sort of get yourself 22 and a half fruit salads. They're like oh. 5p a pop now, Carl. Oh, you, no, like back in the day, you could get like, for 22p, what could I have got? I could have got like a chomp. Mm-hmm. I could have got a curly whirly and five penny sweets. Yeah, Curly Willy were 15p. I could have got a Freddo was 8p, I think, at my corner shot. So I could have got three. I could have got two and a half Freddos. Yeah. <laughs> or I could have got a two caramel Freddos. Or I could have got a caramel Freddo and a bag of Space Raiders and two, two, uh, two penny sweets. Oh, Space Raiders always felt like the jam. Space Raiders were the fucking jam. And people at home are like, the fuck are Space Raiders? It doesn't matter, but all you need to know is that every other packet of crisps was like 
30 to 50p, but Space Raiders and Transformers were 10p, so you felt like you were getting the greatest deal of all time. Yeah, because instead of like, get, you get one bag of Walkers for 35p, or you'd get two bags of Space Raiders and a Chomp, or you could mm-hmm. get one bag of Space Raids, and then you could get uh, one of those uh, Panda Pops for 15p, and then you got your 5p left, <laughs> and with that you get your 5 Penny Sweets, so you get your 5 Bubble Gums. Uh. And I love when people always like, they go, oh man, do you remember when, Fre- like, do you know the common complaint for people like around our age or older is, I remember when Freddo's used to cost 10p. It's like, yeah, houses used to cost 10 grand. Yeah. I, know I'm more, I know what I'm more pissed off about. The Freddo's, yeah. yeah. So at least I can afford a Freddo. <laughs> uh, either way, see everyone next time. You, you better do your homework, Lucas. I, I, I am so excited about that. I'll make it out. I'll make it out.